0: good morning everyone uh happy thursday this is our last morning sense stream here uh for the week since we do this monday through thursdays at 9 30 in the morning uh it is june 2nd 2022 uh before we start don't forget to like the video for the algorithm and for us to be able to get on people's home pages um and the success and growth of the show uh will inform us if you all actually like the format and uh want us to keep this going as we try to build better and better content. Um, Also, don't forget to uh, join us in our meeting pulse link is always in the description and the, you can use the QR code here on the screen using your phone if you so choose. Although I know a lot of you are on mobile. So as we look at market open right now, it takes a couple minutes to um, to populate throughout the, Uh, websites, but here on the Wall Street Journal markets page, the Nasdaq is down 0.35%. It started down 0.5% to 0.7%, but making a little bit of a rally. uh, Hopefully we get to end the day in green. The S&P is doing a little bit better down only 0.17% and the Dow Jones is about flat at It's basically flat. Crude oil is slipped a little bit from the record high, the very high level of 118, 119 earlier this week It is now trading for $115 per barrel. Gold futures are at are up at um, 1864 per ounce. Uh, As of yesterday, it was kind of hovering at 1850 per ounce in bond land. Uh, the 10 year note is at 2.9%, the two year note at 2.62% and the three month bill at 1.129%. So it's a normal yield curve shape, uh, going over to coin market cap, um, Crypto is down. It was at thirty-two thousand ish this week, but now it's again under thirty thousand. Bitcoin is at twenty-nine thousand eight hundred. ETH at seventeen ninety-one, so one thousand seven hundred and ninety-one dollars per ETH. BNB at three hundred flat. XRP at thirty-nine cents. Cardano at fifty-six cents. Solana at forty dollars. Dogecoin at eight cents. Polkadot at nine dollars and forty-four cents. Going to our first major economic story. Jamie Diamond, CEO and the face of the largest bank in the US JP Morgan Chase says that US consumers still have six to nine months of spending power, but also warns that there's an economic hurricane that still looms despite pandemic stimulus funds that continue to pad household finances. Um, he said that US consumers still have six to nine months of spending power left in the bank accounts. Um, the head, you know, uh, he estimated 2 trillion in extra funds are still waiting to be spent. This is something we've seen in the data. We talked about it this week. The fiscal stimulation is still in the pocketbooks of consumers. They're spending it. We heard from Brian Moynihan earlier this month, or I guess it was in May last month about how, uh, how, uh, average savings are still at really high levels, um, but. Mr. Diamond also said that the data is heavily distorted by inflation impacts and shifting consumer spending patterns in goods and services. Lower income households aren't quite as healthy, he added. Um, he added that in April, its customers, JP Morgan's customers, said many who are affluent were spending more on travel and dining. Mr. Diamond said the st- strong job market and higher wages will bolster it along, but he also, again, warned that the, econom- uh, the economy faces uncertainty. Uh, unprecedented stimulus continues to play a role. Inflation, war in Ukraine, high oil, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we talked a little bit about this in in a short episode of money talks that we filmed uh, just today that drops in about 20 minutes. Going to the next story. Biden says that there is no short term fix to high energy or grocery prices. President Biden warned that there was little the administration can do in the short term to lower high energy and food prices as the White House struggles to contain the fallout of sky high inflation. Soaring prices have become a major liability for the president and Democratic Party as they seek to bolster their standing with voters ahead of November's midterm elections. Uh, There's a lot going on right now, but uh, the idea we're going to be able to click a switch and bring down cost of gasoline is not likely in the near term, nor is it with. With regard to food, said Mr. Biden, Uh, gasoline prices hit a record high of four dollars and 67 cents a gallon on Wednesday. We talked about that in yesterday's episode. You know, I tend to agree. Uh, People tend to uh, look at politicians as being able to have unabashed power to fix issues very quickly. Um, This is a tough one. There's been meaningful underinvestment in the energy industry in the past decade, uh, partially due to the ESG wave, um, yet still solar and all these renewable energy pieces of the grid are still uh, not huge. So, um, But there's still been underinvestment in the energy sector. So in order to lower energy or increase energy production, the quickest thing is to try to convince Saudis, if they even have extra capacity, to increase their production or solve the Russia Ukraine crisis and buy more from Russia probably not on the table um, but increasing production out of fracking here in the US out of the Permian Basin all that stuff takes a lot of time a lot of capex a lot of time a lot of labor um, etc furthermore people have said on this channel and other channels that we need to invest more in clean energy because uh, that will alleviate the demand for energy but that might, that takes a lot of time, too. Building large arrays of solar fields, solar farms, etc. Like it's all very, very complicated. So I got to agree here. Um, it's, it's on the immediate action. Thank you so much for joining. Appreciate it. Um, let's uh, go to the next story. Companies struggle with rising prices, the Fed's beige book says. Tightness in the labor market has started to ease with some... Hiring freezes, according to some firms. The the U.S. economy grew at a slight too modest pace this spring as companies struggled with higher prices and labor shortages. Uh, Retail contacts noted some of the softening as consumers faced higher prices and residential real estate contacts observed weakness as buyers faced higher prices and rising interest rates. Um, Going to the next crypto story, going to Cryptoland. Solana is halted again. By a bug linked to certain cold storage transactions, validators restarted the network after four hours of downtime by disabling the so-called durable nonce transactions that have found favor amongst some exchanges. And so this is just a, another yet another proof that Solana has been going down and outages and is still an experimental blockchain. And so, um, again, when you invest in anything but Bitcoin, they're all experimental uh, networks that are just looking to find product market fit in and of themselves so just remember that anytime you buy or hold any of these uh, so validators began restarting the network only after dis- disabling these you know, nonce transactions Solana Labs said they will remain nixed until developers identify and patch the exact culprit through Solana's consensus mechanism off kilter uh, just remember that you know it's important for these things to be not go down but whenever you have kind of a new app or a new tech company they usually go down as well and remember even companies as large as TikTok or facebook or instagram or whatsapp or google they all go down Um, and they went down much more earlier rather than later so um, again not to say that solana will be something that is durable into the future but you have to remember that whether it's ethereum solana cardano etc there are Technological risks for sure. All right, going to the next store in crypto land. Former OpenSea exec charged with NFT insider trading. Nate Chastain allegedly used confidential information to pocket 19 ETH, which would be about 20 times 3,000. So that's not even that much money. It's like 60,000. And now faces up to 40 years in prison. Right? Am I doing that right? 19 times 3,000 per ETH. Yeah, it was like $60,000 worth of profits he made. Um, but this is an important one because the case is considered to be the first indictment in a digital asset insider trading scheme. Chastain resigned as OpenSea's product manager in September. The Department of Justice has indicted former head of product Nathaniel Chastain with Insider Trading um so in all effect nfts and crypto are being treated like securities and if you have insider information that everybody else doesn't and you use it to trade and profit purpose that is insider trading so don't do that bad nft executive bad greg is uh finding finding greg in the chat is finding uh my comment that 60,000 isn't that much. He says 60,000 isn't that much could have fooled me in 90% of America. Uh, I think you need to read in the comment a little bit more, Greg. Um, if you're going to go to jail for 40 years, I don't think 60,000 is, uh, that much for any human being in America, any right. Like even if you're making what is minimum wage these days, Minimum wage well this is Florida, but let's say minimum wage. The average minimum wage in the US 725 an hour. Okay, so if you say 725 an hour times 40 hours a week times four times 12. Like the like minimum wage, even for a minimum wage worker in the United States, you can earn fourteen thousand a year just working forty hours a week minimum wage. Obviously, that's not that much. Like, that's like a whole different issue. Okay, but for sixty thousand taxed at capital gains tax rates, by the way, are you willing to give for four years of pay? Are you willing to go to jail for forty years? To me, that is the epitome of a bad ROI. And so, when I say sixty thousand isn't that much, it's very foolish let's be clear it's very foolish to break the law and do something extremely unethical and risk going to jail for over a decade i'm talking about four decades here in exchange for sixty thousand dollars so uh (laughs) if you disagree with me we'll uh we will agree to disagree here because i don't think sixty thousand is worth going to giving up 40 years of your life. I don't care who you are. Um, all right. People are asking if in the chat, Dan is asking, is insider trading really a crime? Um, powers that be are making millions doing exactly this. Uh, yeah. I mean, like there's a whole thing with politicians insider trading. I think that's extremely unethical as well. And that's a whole nother issue. Uh, so And Josh makes a good point. Uh, That dude who was head of product of one of the hottest startups in Silicon Valley was making 150K a year, probably more. I would actually argue if you're head of product for a company like OpenSea, you're probably making over 300K a year. So if you're making 60,000 in NFT profits and now you're going to jail for 40 years, that was probably the worst ROI risk you could have taken out there. Um, So anyway. Sheryl Sandberg is stepping down from meta and this pro- this guy is probably by the way giving up all of his options and whatever fired for cause resigning for cause Sheryl Sandberg is a great example of how you do not need to be the founder of a company you just need to be a friggin great executive and an early executive but an absolute killer at something very large and you can be a billionaire. Sheryl Sandberg is worth 1.7 billion dollars being a longtime COO of Facebook parent company Meta. Um they own WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, etc. So, um we don't know exactly why she's stepping down. She's a Harvard grad. She wants to take more time to uh um said she was yeah in the fall she said she had expected to be at the company only for roughly five years rather than 14 years but i think that money was quite nice uh she wants to focus on her personal philanthropy and her foundation lean in and that this summer she would marry tom bernthal a television producer so she's in love she's a billionaire she's got charities i don't really blame her we talk a lot about this about in uh In our shorter version of morning sense which drops in about 12 minutes so um, go check that out yeah i mean is this the end of meta i also have a hunch that facebook like she's a coo she's an executor and um i don't think that like this whole metaverse play is very an execution game it's like an innovation play versus like blocking and tackling with facebook acquisition growth um, uh, so they're not going to replace like Mark Zuckerberg said, they're not replacing Sheryl Sandberg because, uh, she was just a rock star. And so what's going to happen is the CS, the chief growth officer is going to like step into her responsibilities. Um, Desmond Chan is saying maybe she got creeped out by Zuck in the metaverse. That's a funny, st- that's potentially, uh, funny. Um, All right. So the next one, GameStop reports $158 million loss and decline in hardware sales. For those of you that are in GameStop, is anybody here own GameStop? There's got to be a lot of retail investors that have owned GameStop uh, because GameStop is up 2.22% today and is still leveling at $124 a share. That values the company, ticker GME. It proves how strong the retail investor can be and sticky if people just don't sell. They're trading at a $9.5 billion valuation, which is one and a half times sales, which I guess is not that exorbitant. They're losing massive amounts of money, and the turnaround has not been seen, is nowhere to be seen yet in the data, in the results. Uh, GameStop says it plans to launch an NFT marketplace by the end of the second quarter, Want wah! Too late. OpenSea already got a lot of the profits. This run, NFTs are going into an NFT winter, and there's a crypto winter. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. Like obviously, there might be a next crypto winter, or cre- next crypto winter, and a next NFT. Sorry, what I'm saying. There will be a next crypto summer, meaning uh, bull run, and therefore probably bull run the NFT world as well. So it's a good investment, maybe in long term. Long term, especially since they're very good at the collectibles side of things Uh, but yeah loss per share $2 per share of loss revenue of 1.38 billion for the quarter Uh, 1.38 let's see 1.38 times 4 so yeah they're trading at like let's call it 2 times sales almost so Andrew was saying in the chat GME has 4 quarters of runway at their current cash burn and their turnaround is an NFT marketplace lol (laughs) Okay, yeah so I guess it is more of a that might be, Andrew, if they run out of money and have to go bankrupt and and re um, restructure, I don't, like, the stock will go to zero because equity holders will get wiped. Interesting, interesting. Carlo is saying in the chat that he owned um, GME for one day when Chamath bought it. Richard is saying in the chat, GameStop is dead like a dodo, uh, yeah. So I've never touched, I've never owned GameStop, so. Um, but I think it's interesting to, to cover. I get a lot of. It's interesting because we talked about this on Money Talks, and we got a bunch of angry comments from folks that are in the Wall Street Bets community, saying that we're hedge fund. I don't know, I don't know, that we're like we love the man and. I follow only institutions and that I'm not part of the revolution. Yeah. So I don't know where that, that comes from. I'm literally here in Florida living my best life. And just cause I used to work for hedge fund doesn't mean like I, I don't really talk to them anymore. And, uh, yeah, so I don't really have skin in the game, but I think people feel very strongly about these stocks. Very interesting how tribal investing has gotten in 2022. Remember when it was all about cash flow or growth? Um, all right, cool. So let's go to the next company story. SeatGeek and Forbes Nick SPAC deals during market pullback. Just a reminder, SeatGeek, the ticketing platform. That's similar to, uh, what's like another ticketing platform? Like, where do you get your like tickets? Ticketmaster, Ticketmaster StubHub. StubHub. There's another one. Eventbrite. That one's like kind of a different one. Um, well, one of those companies, SeatGeek, was going to go public via SPAC and they nixed it because the market's crap and SPACs are all trading for underdeal value now. Same thing with Forbes. Forbes was going to go public and they nixed that as well. So there's a SPAC ETF. So if you invested in SPACs, you'd be meaningfully underperforming the overall Russell 2000, which is the small cap index. so no surprise there other pieces of news here um, let's see if I can just find my mouse is that events today is ADP employment is being announced at 9:15 a.m. so it's, I guess it's already announced we can look at that together ADP employment data national employment report May 2022. National employment report says that there was a hundred twenty eight thousand ch- increase change in private sector employment, but small businesses were down ninety one thousand jobs. National franchise up twenty six over twenty six thousand jobs. Hmm. Okay, so there's a growth, still growth in jobs. The job market is still very good and tight and healthy. Um, there's an OPEC Plus meeting today. Uh, also CrowdStrike, Lululemon, Restoration Hardware, Okta, Asana, and Samsara all report after the bell today. Hopefully the, uh, the Restoration Hardware CEO doesn't go on a rant about how the world is falling apart again. Uh, tomorrow before the bell, we have BRP Inc reporting. Um, Richard is asking me to cover the Elon's comment about remote work. I did see that. So just if, uh, if you missed it, I just wanted to call this out. Elon Musk gives an ultimatum to Tesla execs return to the office or get out. The world's richest man demands at least 40 hours a week in the office. Those who oppose should go pretend to work somewhere else. Well, he's the world's richest man now. I think he runs his company like uh, crazy, like crazy man, but he gets things done. He's going to fire you. I remember he had, uh, from the biography by Ashley Vance, he had a, uh, a personal assistant who worked for him for like decades or something. And he, she asked if she could go on like an extended vacation. And he's like, yes, when you go, I'm gonna try to do your job. And if I can do your job, then, then you're fired. And like, she came back and she was fired. Like, he's brutal. He is a brutal, brutal boss. Um, so if you ever go work for him, just know that. Uh, but he gets things done for the mission now I think he's being very very like it's very uncouth it's very rude the way he's been handling things these days he's been posting more and more political content on Twitter that kind of stuff but um, I mean there I think he does have a point as someone who's trying has a mission in himself and uh, trying to start this company and deliver high-quality buy-side research to everybody, um, which will hopefully launch in earnest here this summer. Uh, you get a lot more. You get a lot more. There's a lot of stuff you miss. There's a lot of communication slack that happens in remote work. I think remote work works very well if you have clearly defined processes and deliverables so that... like and in a much more mature team. But when you're kind of vibing and shaking and pivoting every single day, you know, you, you need that in-person time to go yell across the desk and be like, where the heck is that that report? Did you, you know, like, you know, the, there's a lot of that that doesn't work. So I think it's a much more nuanced thing to say than, than you can't just say, go pretend to work somewhere else, right? But um, I actually have a few friends who are now, CEOs of their own businesses. And, you know, there is something to be said about the efficiency of, of certain positions um, in person, especially in a collaborative manner. But I will say that w- remote work can work very, very well. People get more done in remote work, if you have like a production type of, like if you're a software developer, I know we have a lot here. I know we have a lot in ROIC. Some of them feel like our our CTO is the only person remote here at sense. And he gets a lot done because he just codes, right? And nobody bothers him unless they need to bother him. Um, there's, there are, it's definitely nuanced and salespeople have been remote for years and years and years. Uh, but other, other, other stuff does require in person. So I think Elon's being kind of crass here, but you know, it's his, it's his company. He started it. He sacrificed everything for it. And so he can run his business however he wants to. And if people want to go work for there, that's a, it's a free labor market or a mostly free labor market, hopefully. Um, so cool. Stevie stone is saying, um, Elon does the same thing to SpaceX people dream about working there. So they work long hours, 80 plus hours a week to be a part of the mission dream. It's so true. I have a really great friend of mine who is a rocket scientist for, um, the air force. And, uh, I, I he really wants to work for SpaceX. He's like, Oh, well, if I wasn't on this like government track, I would totally go work for space, SpaceX. I said, would you really move to LA? Make not that much money. Um, Work eighty plus hours a week to get screamed at and have zero job security, and he's like, "Yeah, because they're doing like absolutely cool stuff." So it goes to show you that a lot of people are mission oriented, and what matters most to a lot of people is that is working on something that's cool is it's cool and and gets them out of bed, and then they can see the rocket supplying the iss that they had a hand in making and launching um so i think there's something to be said about that same thing with tesla very mission oriented uh tesla's mission is to accelerate the transition to a renewable energy something like that maybe a tesla fan will correct me and that speaks to some people so look if people don't want to go work in person for elon musk's company then they can quit and uh they can go work somewhere else somewhere else so or they can start their own company and go work for rivian and rivian might have a better work from home policy um awesome three pharaohs towers in the chat is saying sue tesla uh for forced servitude Hmm. interesting all right i don't know what that means uh, cool let's check back in the markets before we dive into uh, we've got 100 likes so we're giving away $25 so the Nasdaq is now crossing into break even territory it is now flat for the day at just under 12,000 on the index S&P down 0.3% at about 4089 on the index let's go to Finviz Finviz it's a completely mixed day as of 15 minutes ago healthcare is red banks diversified are red visa mastercard paypal payment processors are up over a percent today microsoft down two percent on weak earnings microsoft earnings they just uh i think they just reported oh they lowered their guidance i believe so they lowered their uh, fourth quarter guidance, citing unfavorable foreign exchange rates. So I think it's not a great sign, but Microsoft isn't down too much because it's more of an FX global currency type of thing. Apple's down slightly. Google's down slightly. Amazon's down slightly, all like down 0.3, 0.4%. Tesla's up slightly and trading at seven hundred forty-five. Sorry, $747 a share. Home Depot lows up over a percent. Uh, oil and gas down slightly basic materials up yeah kind of a mixed day so if you look at your portfolio probably some are going to be up some are going to be down looks like we might hopefully knock on wood uh, stage a market comeback especially on the nasdaq all right let's go to our meeting pulse don't forget to go If, if you just jump in there real quick if you haven't already you can scan the qr code here the link is always in the description for the meeting pulse, which we reset every single time we do this. Where we give away a raffle if we hit 100 likes, if we hundred, if we hit 150 likes, we'll give away two raffles. If we hundred give away uh, two hundred, if we get 200 likes, we give away four prizes of $25. And uh, we have had repeat rent winners because not all of you filter your way in. Um, and then we answer Q and A as well. So I'm gonna pick the first raffle winner starting now start raffle all right so the raffle winner should have a pop up you put your infor- um, information in if you want okay so 16 up votes is microsoft at risk of a slowdown as a compounder company just released lower guidance uh, it, we just explained this lower guidance on microsoft was mostly due to fx stuff um, and when you're a 1 point something trillion dollar company and you're a global company you're going to be affected by the overall economy so I think Microsoft outperforms the S&P over a decade, but I don't also, that doesn't necessarily mean I think Microsoft goes up. If the market goes down, then Microsoft is going to go down. And if the economy is not doing well, then Microsoft is going to feel that as well. So when I say compounder, especially at that massive giga, giga cap scale, I think of it as it's like the S&P 500, but I think it outperforms because... great valuation amazing moat amazing cash flows amazing margins amazing management team amazing m a opportunity amazing reinvestment opportunity um and therefore uh members know i don't really have a price target for microsoft that's the second most upvoted question um it's i don't trade the thing it's like just i love to collect shares there are certain things that are like compounders where it's like it's a great company and i want to just collect my ownership and then there are others that it's like much more hedge fundy where, where you are kind of looking for a fair value price star. You think it's undervalued. You think this is the catalyst that's going to bring it to fair value. So we're going to, we're going to bring a lot more of that kind of active undervaluation kinds of plays here in, uh, in a little bit when we launch the actual product. All right. So JQ JQ you are the first raffle winner and the only raffle winner because it is now 10:05 we've been going for 35 minutes so um yeah so congratulations JQ we will reach out via email to help send you $25 for the day thank you so much everyone for joining all over 300 of you who are live here with us right now uh i hope you all have a great weekend i hope friday is a nice rally as well and i hope that uh, the economy turns around I hope that inflation, the inflation numbers come out and we see the deceleration in inflation numbers. So we can start nibbling at stocks again that are cheap. And I think that um, that's what I hope for the summer. Um, I want to thank you again for being here. Leave a comment below if you have anything to say, any improvements. Love me, hate me, want to throw mud. And uh, I will see you on Monday bright and early. Have a great weekend. Bye.